Good morning, everyone, because it is morning right now as I'm recording this early morning on August 28, 2023. And welcome to a special bonus edition of the Missouri Funeral Directors and Embalmers Association weekly webcast and podcast. Normally, of course, we do these every Friday unless uh, something else is going on or I'm out of town. And we do plan to do one on Friday. Did one last Friday. We'll do one this upcoming Friday, we hope. But today, you got a special bonus edition. And the reason we have a special bonus edition is because today is a special day. Today is August 28th. And that means two things. That means, number one, all of the laws, the statutes, the bills that were passed by the legislature this past session and that the governor has signed, those all go into effect today. Today is the day that all those laws go into effect, and I'm going to run over a bunch of them to you. The second reason why this is an historic day is this is the last day you're probably ever going to hear me talk about one topic (laughs) that you probably heard me harp about way too often. All right. Um, And that... Gets to us, why Why do I have a thermostat behind me today? Well, it's not because it's so hot outside. Actually, it's, it's a rather nice today. It's because you can't buy those anymore. Why can't you buy that particular thermostat anymore? The reason is because it's got mercury in it. There was a little mercury switch in there that uh, went, uh, as, as the thing toggled back and forth, that's what uh, the triggered the different things. Well, it had mercury in it and you can't buy it anymore. And so that leads us into the first bill that goes into effect today. The one that's near and dear to my heart because I've been working on it for a long, long time is the one that eliminated all of these old ancient from the literally 1800s laws in the state of Missouri dealing with funeral service, including my favorite one, what I always said was the stupidest law in the state of Missouri that used to say before you could put a body on a common carrier that died of certain contagious diseases, you had to wrap the body in a sheet that was saturated in a solution of bichloride of mercury. That's right. You were supposed to do that. Well, no, you weren't supposed to do that. Don't do that. Never. You never should have done that. But nevertheless, that's what they used to do in the 1800s. Uh, not long after the Civil War, and it's taken a while, but that is finally off the books as of today. So today is the last day you're ever going to hear me talk about that again, unless somebody asks. Okay. The the provision in that statute that passed that goes into effect today that will affect most of you out there is the provision that if there is a pending divorce action, if somebody has filed papers in a court of competent jurisdiction, doesn't have to be Missouri, any court of competent jurisdiction where you have filed for divorce, those people are no longer next of kin for each other for purposes of terminating final disposition. And it does not matter if the divorce was filed last week, last year, two years ago, or tomorrow. doesn't matter. If there's a divorce action pending uh, and you have a soon-to-be but still legally married husband and wife, and one of them dies, their surviving spouse in that instance is no longer the next of kin. They no longer have the right to control the final disposition um, because they are the spouse or the, you know, even though it's soon to be ex-spouse. Now, of course, if nobody else steps forward, there are no kids, there are no parents, there are no brothers and sisters that are going to step forward and take care of everything. That soon to be ex-spouse might wind up being in charge because they're the only one willing to step forward and pay the bill. Well, that can happen, but that means they're not, taking over. They're not being in charge. They're not handling the final disposition because they were married to that person. 
They're doing it because they're the only ones who's willing to step forward and take financial responsibility. So that's the big one out there that's in the statute, that if there is a uh, pending di uh, divorce action, the soon-to-be ex-spouse is no longer number one on the list, uh, in the statutory list of those people who are the next of kin for purposes of final disposition. They're out. They're out. Okay. Next is a very important one that will affect a lot of you, and that is... Uh, hopefully will affect a lot of you for the good, is that the last remnants of the old drop-to-paper option have been removed from the statute. Even though you as a funeral director have not been able to use a paper death certificate for quite some time and have not been able to use the drop-to-paper for more than a year or so, there were still hints that that was a possibility in the law, even though it really wasn't. And the problem was there are out there, there are certain doctors, not many of them, but a few, and a few medical facilities that were using that language in the statute as an excuse for why they were not using the electronic death certificate system. Well, that has been removed. It's out of there. And that means that excuse that some people have been using as to why they had not signed up to use the electronic death certificate system is no longer in the statutes. That means if somebody tells you on the phone, some nurse, some uh, person at a hospital or a doctor's office, that the doctor doesn't have to sign up, does not have to use the MoEver system, they're wrong, absolutely wrong. The only way that they can certify the cause of death now is on the MoEver's system. So, uh, and if, of course, if you have any trouble with that, uh, you can call me up here at the office. You can call Vital Records up, and uh, they will probably, uh, I think, be very anxious to help teach people that this is no longer in the law. Okay, another big one, and this affects everybody on a daily basis. Um, if you are a person that may have had this uh, uh situation pop up for you in the past where you know the phone rings on the side there and you're not going to talk to him on the phone you're not going to talk to him you're not going to do that but you do pick it up just to see who it was well can't do that anymore as of today as of today missouri is totally hands free you cannot have that phone in your hand to do anything while you're driving not just talking texting even look checking the weather it's a, you got an alarm going on and you're trying to turn it off. Any of that stuff is now against the law while you're driving in Missouri. You can use the hand-free features on your phone Got if they're voice-activated kind of thing. So if you have a, a, a car where you plug it in and you can uh, use voice-activated stuff on your phone, well, that's fine. You can talk if you get a phone call and you don't have to pick up the phone. That's fine. But no phone in your hand. That is a no-no. Don't do that. Now, that is not a uh, something that a law enforcement officer is supposed to be able to pull you over. If that's all you've done, they see you driving down the road and you're on the phone. Um, it's a secondary infraction. They have to pull you over for something else. And then if uh, uh, they're going to write you a ticket for swerving, for speeding, for not using your turn signal. Remember, I told you a couple of weeks ago, so always use your turn signal. And if you didn't use your turn signal and they also saw that you were on the phone, they can give you two tickets for the price of one stop. So don't do that. Some other interesting things, which are not directly related to funeral service, but uh, 
As a public service, I'll let you know that these all went into effect today. Starting on January 1, if you or somebody you know is collecting Social Security, that will no longer be taxable as far as Missouri goes. Missouri, up, up to throughout this year, uh, has state income tax on Social Security income if you, depending on how much adjusted gross income you have and what type of file you are there. Some people do, some people don't. But as of January 1, 2024, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what your filing status is, it doesn't matter what your adjusted rope, it gross income is, your Social Security benefits uh, income is no longer taxable for Missouri income tax. Another one which uh, you might run into here next time you're purchasing a vehicle, um, as soon as the Department of Revenue is able to process this, they get their computers up and running, you will now pay sales tax on vehicles at the dealership. And so I'm sure all of you know that you, when you buy a car, you got that temporary tag and you had to then take that temporary tag and your vehicle and your insurance information, all that stuff to get your new permanent tag. And when you got the new permanent tag, that's also when you paid tax on that vehicle uh, at with the same time you got your permanent license plate. Well, guess what? turns out a lot of people were never getting their permanent license plates because they didn't want to pay that sales tax on the car. So now when you buy a car from a dealer, uh, the dealer, and again, it's going to take a little while before they get the mechanism in place to handle this. But when you buy the car, the dealership will be collecting that sales tax on behalf of uh, the government. Uh, you won't have to do that when you pick up your permanent plate. Okay, here's one which, by golly, I know it's going to affect me because <laughs> it always seems to happen for me, is the trucks that carry logs, the big log trucks, they can be bigger now. <laughs> they can haul more stuff. The, uh, the total gross weight on those trucks has gone up by about 10%, a little less than 10%, I think, uh, is what they can carry on those. And by golly, those are people I get caught behind all the time when I'm out visiting funeral homes, it seems. And I'm looking, I go, oh, uh, I can do this. I can look at my watch to see what time it is. I cannot look at my phone to see what time it is. Um, but uh, I always seem to get caught behind some of those big log trucks. Well, now they can be a little bit bigger as of today. If uh, you are a person or somebody that you know of is going to be applying for a commercial driver's license. Uh, I've, I've never done that, but understand that with the commercial driver's license, you have to submit a medical examination. And apparently right now, that's not very user friendly on how you send those in. Well, you're going to be able, I think, to email and fax those in as of today. Uh, in other words, they're streamlining the process on getting those medical examinations that you need for your CDL into the people who need them. Um, here's a good one. Uh, as of today in Missouri, you are no longer allowed to tease livestock that's on the back of a truck. That's right. So if you're, uh, walking in the parking lot and, uh, there's a bunch of cows or pigs in the back of the truck and, uh, you do anything to disturb them, that is a, tease them, make funny faces, oink at them, and that disturbs them. Um, that is now a criminal offense in Missouri. So for all of you out there that like to uh, disturb the livestock on the back of a vehicle, don't do that.
that is now illegal in the state of Missouri. It's also, I think the main part of this was it's illegal to impede the progress of a vehicle that is carrying livestock. I don't know who out there was impeding progress or why they were impeding progress, but that uh, apparently is enough of a problem that we now have a statute, a law that says you're not allowed to do that. Okay. There is increased training for police officers and for police chiefs. They're going to have to have more training. Um, and here's an interesting one, which uh, I've asked around about, and nobody seems to know about this. Uh, it slipped in, and I'm not sure if it's going to be able to apply to any of our funeral homes or not. But there is a, uh, a fund that is being established that would provide some sort of payments up to $2,000 per employee if you can show that that employee has been upskilled, if they have upskilled, if they have a certain level of skills and now it is up. Um, they have gone to training, they've gone to classes, gone to school, and their skills are up. From the information, I've read the bill and I've read it. I'm not quite sure how it's all going to work out. It's clear that I think that the um, the main thrust of this was for healthcare workers, but it also includes technology. If you are in and if you're a website developer or something like that, or you deal with technology, I don't know. But all it just says, if you're dealing with technology, it's pretty broad and you have upskilled. And then it's also other people. So there's a section on medical. It says medical is is uh, allowed uh, to get this credit, uh, this this uh, grant, whatever they want to call it, and technology is available for this upskill, and uh, and a bunch of other people, and other people as well. Don't know. Uh, it's through the Department of Economic Development. Uh, I'm going to give them a little time, and then I'm going to get on their website and make a phone call over there to see. Because who knows? There's a chance, and this is so vague and so not clear as to what it covers. This may be one of those where nobody applies. So there might be a bunch of money out there. We'll have to see. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But if there might be a chance that if you have somebody that is a certain level, maybe they're not an embalmer and they go to embalming school, they've been upskilled. Maybe that'll apply. Maybe they can get you a couple thousand dollars. I don't know. Um, Maybe if it's somebody that you have sent to training classes to get them up on new technology, maybe make them become a certified crematory operator. Again, can't tell you that's all going to work because this uh, it's, it's, it's about a page and a half this bill. And uh, to be honest with you, I haven't talked to anybody else and I've talked to only a couple people about it so far, but I've talked to a couple people about it and nobody seems to know what this is going to cover, how you're going to apply, but we'll stay on it for you. And uh, we will keep, uh, uh, keep you posted in case there's any chance that there might be some extra funds for you out there. Well, that's your bonus one for today. It's a special day. Again, uh, all of these laws are now in effect as of today. And uh, you won't hear me uh, harping about something else that you've heard me talking about for quite a number of years. So it's a, it's a double bonus day for all of you. So this week, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Hopefully we'll see you again on Friday. That is the plan for our normally regularly scheduled webcast, podcast, video cast. And until we do see you again, don't break open old mercury uh, thermostats and get that spilled all over you. Because if you do that, you're not 
stayin' safe. <laughs>